Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. This is the 21st of September 2021, and this is the Game and Start podcast. My name's Callum. My name's Ewan. Um, we're at the part of the year that everybody always highlights in every single gaming podcast ever, which is that video games have started coming out again. Uh-huh. Um, it's Madden time, we, right? That's what it we, says. I, is it Madden time? Has Madden actually come out? I actually, I actually don't, don't know. know. I know, I know NBA usually, came out. Usually sports games are the signifier that actual video games are also going to start coming out again. Um, Madden but we're, like, just at, the st- we're like just at the start of it, right? Man 22 came out in... Oh, no, wait, that would been last... No, that's this year's game, 17th of August, so it already came out. It already came out? Oh, it already 17th came out. of August, wow, yeah. okay. Maybe maybe a bit of a delay then, but... Um... The one thing I did see from the sports games that are delineating when video games start again, um, there's a trend right now of all the sports games that are coming out, all of EA's lineup of sports... Um, I saw somebody who's EA doing sports li- the EA Sports <laughs> the EA lineup. Sports. Uh, they are yeah. doing reviews of those games, but stop the video every the first time it tries to sell you something. Uh, oh, that's that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the NBA one is terrifying because uh, does it last like five seconds? Is that- they don't even boot the game because you know in the PS5 when you like hover over the tile, it gives you like name of game and then like oh yeah, extra sure. stuff yeah, underneath yeah. it. It's like. You hover over the game and like the third tile along is like buy e coins or whatever the fuck they're called. And it was like, well, that's my review. It was like 17 seconds long or whatever it was. Wow, that's great. Fair enough. Great. That's a good review to be Excellent. honest. Um, but yeah, there's stuff happening to the point where all, there's all the stuff we talked about, all the stuff we're going to talk about today, a bunch of the stuff that I alluded to last time we recorded. And then just yesterday, I got an email going, hey, that Kickstarter that you funded a year and a half ago is out. Uh, you should go play it. I was going to say, it's like not only like games are coming out, but games are still kind of coming out of nowhere. Like like Toby Fox like released the second chapter of Delta Rune like yeah, two days g- ago or yeah. something like that. Like out of nowhere, as if more games didn't need to come out this exactly. month. Like I, I don't know what it is about now. Um, and ah, then in between, ah. in between that and the stuff that just completely lost track of, like was it Kenna Spirit Bridge, whatever the name that game's called. Bridge of Spirits. Uh, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. Yeah. Bridge of Spirits. That game's out next week. I f- yeah. forgot that. I knew that game existed, but I didn't think they'd ever even put a date so on it. So is Sable. Like, Sable's out next right. week and stuff that as well. That got announced as well. Like, yeah. Oh, it's it's all happening. And on top of that, like, and it, the the problem, in inverted commas, like, it's a good problem to have, I suppose, but the problem is that, like, a bunch of games I follow now get, like, they are the type of games who do big updates, Right, so like Hard Hard Space Shipbreaker just got its big Act Two update like this week or something like that as well. So I was like, well, I need to get back into that and do all that. And oh, there's a lot, there's a lot happening, a lot happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then there was just like, oh yeah, like and it, the worst. Okay, to to segue quite night like nicely. Uh, on I mean, top we of never the, do that, so that's no. Good. On top of all the backlog. Uh, I got the email yesterday. It was like, "Hey, a game on your wish list is on sale this weekend only." I was like, "Oh no, I don't need this, but it's on sale, so I should probably just get it." And then I sat down last night to play something. I was like, "Well, I just got it. I should probably just play this thing." Um, so I played the Forgotten City. Have you seen this thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the weird game that was like a Fallout New Vegas mod turned into like is a that what it was? Video game. I thought so. It was something like that. Hang on. So the the setup, like that up. yeah. The setup is that you, it's it's like it's so it's a 
first person is a first person adventure game in like the very traditional sense. Oh, it was um, a Skyrim mod, apparently. That's what it was. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay, so you know what? That makes some sense in some stuff that I'll talk about in a minute. Um, well, it's scoring this. I'm sorry, I'm reading the, the Eurogamer article. It's like, yeah, Skyrim mod, The Forgotten City, Australian Writers Award, downloaded over three three million times, and now is released as a standalone game. Like that's yeah, but like it's a Skyrim it's, mod. Oh, but okay, but not set in Skyrim, right? Like that's not, not set in Skyrim. The, the no. standalone, I assume, is not Skyrim. Okay, but, they're yeah. just using the engine because because you really yeah. want to use a quality engine when you're doing. Oh yeah, of course. That kind of thing. Yeah, but it it does make a lot of sense actually when you get into it. So for God's sake, it's a first-person adventure game where you end up through some conceit that I can't get into. You end up in this like Roman slash Greek slash various other of the time civilization city, uh, which is kind of crumbling. But there's a bunch of gold statues everywhere as well of people who look very lifelike. And the whole setup of the thing is that there's this kind of community of people who have all been trapped here, but they are all living under this thing called the Golden Rule. And the Golden Rule is if anyone commits a sin in this city, they will all be turned to gold. That's the thing. Um, And it's basically like, I mean, there's a bunch of like paths you end up going down, but like the main thing is like, how the fuck do you get out of here? Because you've basically traveled back in time. Oh, and also if you die or the golden rule is broken, if you get back to the start of the city, you can then, the time then loops and you go back to the start of, of the time period. And it's, now that you said it's a Skyrim mod, a lot of this makes a lot of sense to the point where like... Yeah. Or it when was you, a Skyrim mod. Yeah. Like it was based on a Skyrim mod. When you go up and talk to somebody, like it does the Skyrim like camera the zoom. zoom. In face. Yeah. yeah. It's like I was I was looking at it going, that's the thing you took from Skyrim, but it turns out yes. But this is an Unreal Engine. It actually looks quite nice. Um And yeah, you get like a quest list that you can track some stuff down. There's like four endings. I hit one of the endings last night. Um it's 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 super interesting. It's a really cool concept that is actually pretty well written and is actually kind that has quite an intriguing story and there's a lot of mystery and like um yeah I, i've i've heard a couple of people talk about it. it seems to be like very slowly doing the rounds and yes. people seem to be picking it up it sounds very interesting it is it's super interesting and also like in in terms of like the continuing i would say argument but people are just wrong about like video game difficulty and that kind of stuff like the whole oh yeah fuck. yeah this game has a section that's like Hey, if you're not a fan of action or horror elements, maybe just skip this one. Like it just straight up is part of the quest log. A part of the game, okay? Yeah, well, a specific side quest that is like or side right, quest, okay. specific part of the thing. But actually, it's not like if you play video games, it's not that bad. Like it's not a, horror is maybe a little bit strong, but like, but it is cool that it's there for somebody who is like, no, I can't deal with any of that shit. Um, it's right there as part of the quest description, which I thought was quite cool. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it's one of those problems that I can't... It's one of those games that I can't talk about without starting to give shit away. And the whole point of this thing is, like, discovery and uh, and um, figuring it all out. It's cool. It's, like, a nice little, like, kind of... Like, kind of... Um, closed mystery. box mystery. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a puzzle yeah. box, right? Where, as you go through, you're it's, like, it's oh... It's certainly interesting. It's a cool idea. Yeah, you should, you should... I mean, it's on my Steam account. You should try, try an hour of it, see what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, the big one, I think, over the last couple of weeks has been Life is Strange, right? Uh, which is mm. the one I've been playing. Uh, Life is Strange True Colors, which is the True th- Colors, that's third main... Li- well, it depends how you define it. I consider Before the Storm to be a proper Life is Strange game, so it's like the fourth Life is Strange game. Um... I mean, is it not? I get that it was like an additional thing to the first game, but I it, was it was only like a, it was like only three episodes, story. and it wasn't like numbered. So I, I don't know. Some people, don't but, now, just... but yeah, but now those guys are doing a mainline Life is Strange game because they they developed this one, right? Yes, the guys so, that, so it's Deck Nine. Yeah, the guys that did Before the Storm are now in charge of this one. Um, new protagonist, new place, new powers, new everything. Like it's it's basically same sad teens, same <laughs> sad teens, um, except all yeah. the teens here are college age, but. You know what was it, what was he said to be sad, sad teens a state of mind not yeah sad teens more of a mind state than it is yeah. like you actually being a sad teenager yeah fair um you're yeah. like you're like past your thirties at this point and never really got out of the sad teen yeah it, that, you, like you can't, it doesn't really leave you um yeah sad teens if you're like ever a, a sad teen you know the sad teens like a music you know genre at this point yeah um I'm, yeah sure <laughs> which is the soundtrack to a lot of life is strange um. Yeah, so, like, short thing, like, this is a really good Life is Strange game. Like, it's not it's not revolutionary, it's not trying to change the formula too, too much, but the stuff that they have done, like, this game looks so good. This game is... So, like, it's not revolutionary, but it is improvement. It's massive way. improvements, basically across yeah. the board. Um, like, the they've doubled down on... So, like... One Life Strange one was like very stylized and was doing like the watercolor thing, like what it did back yeah. in the day, and then two kind of took this halfway where it took that idea and kind of evolved it out. But like art was a big component of that game, like it was part of the story, so they did some interesting stuff with that. And kind of brought it for this is like this is like what happens if you're viewing an entire game through like a Instagram filter. Like everything is like super high contrast. Everything's so bright colored and like oh sure yeah. idyllic and like so like, as as a person who can never not see myself living in a city. Like I want to live in this remote mountain town in the middle of Colorado. Like it's that enticing a place. Right, yeah, they they make it look very idyllic. Isn't yeah. They? Um. So then, yeah, the setup is that you are you're Alex Chen. You have been in the foster care system for a number of years. Um, and your brother finally tracked you down and basically offered to let you stay with him in this this mountain town in Colorado. Um, the it's like a it's like a it's a really idyllic small mountain town, um, which is a mining town. So there's this Typhon, which is this corporation mining corporation who are mining the hills, and they like a lot of the employees live in the town and and all this kind of stuff, along with all the people that are there. Um, and obviously, like I can't talk story here, um, but it's really good. Like the stuff that they've really improved on, like the animation across the board this time. I know it's been kind of like a, it's been kind of all over the place as that series has gone on. Like they have one hundred percent nailed it. There are like subtle facial animations in here that I have never seen. Not just a Life of Strange game, but like there's quality in here I've never seen in this type of game ever. It's really staggering the amount of work they've put into it, especially in a world where, like, the past two years, I bet, doing motion capture has been a nightmare and, like, really um, like getting something of this quality is not as easy as it would have been before, but they've absolutely fucking nailed it 
the voice acting is incredible. The script is like just that right level of cheesy while also being very funny, like genuinely funny. Mm. Um, they've basically just nailed it across the board. It's 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 a super cool one of these games. Um, they're what's not. The, di- what's the the cool supernatural thing this time? Yeah. Like, so Alex the- is. Everyone, I, I think most people would just refer to her as an empath, but they've kind of taken that that idea and really blown it out. Where basically, yeah, sure, she can sense intense emotion as like an aura around the person, and very quickly, like if it's very very intense, she can like she's always had trouble like taking that on board. Where like very quickly in the game, there's a moment of like very very intense anger that kind of infects her a little bit and she just fucking goes ham on some dude because yeah. this has like got into her and um, so a lot of the game is like her learning to control what this is and actually use it to try and help people so there's a really good this is a side thing and maybe like a minor side spoiler but not but not hugely um one of the characters in the in, in um who runs one of the characters in the game you walk in and she's doing her job and she seems very distracted and like like she's forgotten everything and like the sense of fear, like so, the emotions have different colors as well. So like anger is red and fear is blue and yeah. all this good stuff. Yeah, just big blue aura appears, and she kind of tunes into it. And you very quickly learn that it feels like, and this is not confirmed where I am in the game, but it feels like she's in the initial stages of dementia. And oh, so, okay. you know, like Life is Strange is a thing where like you look at an object and it's got the script, the kind of pencil line around it with the the arrow saying like, "Here's what this thing is. Here's your interactions." Yeah, all the text yeah, yeah. of that is all gets jumbled. Like the the open close sign of the store changes to be words that don't make sense. Like ah, sure. the whole world around her changes to reflect what this person is actually feeling. And like Alex takes her step by step through what her day was to try and get her back on track to where she was. Um, it's that kind of level of stuff and it's a really good way of actually getting a lot of information about these characters without it feeling like and here's the backstory to this character like yeah it's I'll, a really yeah. natural way of doing it um without them just like telling you without you just info dumping plain yeah, yeah. here There's, is the lore Bye. exactly so all of that stuff is really really good the power is done in really interesting ways alex is like such a good main character well she is but there's a point I'll get onto in a second. Um, all of the characters in this are super good. All the main characters anyway are, are super good. It's like a tiny town, so you don't have a huge cast. But like the main yeah, cast is maybe yeah. like ten people, maybe. Um, and it's just yeah, they're all super, really, really cool. The thing, the only thing I'm finding so far is that because well, that's not mm, the easiest way to say this. Well, there's two things. One, like, I was saying about this idyllic town, like this um, haven, which is this idyllic town. Like, one of the problems that Life is Strange has had over the course of its run, especially with two, actually, sometimes, where they they basically pick and choose what, what real-world issues they want to cover, right? So, like, two very clearly was, like, this is about this is like an immigrant family in the US during the Trump era. Like that was the thing they wanted sure. to focus on. And a lot of other stuff yeah. around it, they kind of hand waved the way to focus on the story that they're talking about. For um, Tell Me Why, for instance, which is the other Don't Nod game, not Life is Strange, but similar genre. Like, yes, the main character is trans, but that wasn't 
the focus of the story in that point. The focus of the story was like childhood trauma. Yeah. And they kind of waved away a bunch of the other stuff that would happen there. They're doing that in this again as well, where like this, this mountain town has. So like Alex Chen uh, or, or well, there's a lot of ca- very diverse cast in this thing, in the, in this town. Um, a lot of queer characters in this town. They just don't deal with the. Does this seem realistic for a backwater town in the middle of Colorado? Maybe I don't right. know. Okay. But they choose sure. to just push that stuff to one side to the point where like <laughs> this this place like everyone is a fucking nerd. Like everyone, uh, like the 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 game starts. With, that doesn't sound bad. This. It's, no, it's not bad, but it's like it's not. So like the the characters you're dealing with again, like they do this cool thing where like the town. Obviously, there are more people in town than just these ten people that you're concerned with, and they do have this good. They do this quite good thing of like you guys basically kind of live in your own bubble and then this mining town is like bigger than it looks and the people who work in the mines and stuff like that they're kind of over there and they like interact with the town and you you a little bit but there's kind of two things but your internal group like they talk very quickly about the fact that they're just back from denver having done a larp right like it's that level of like hyper nerds okay hyper nerds right and um like your brother has like an arcade cabinet in his house and stuff like that. Like it's, it's they are like super intense nerds in a way that is really charming and like they they pull it off really, really well. But they've they've just pushed all that stuff to one side and been like, we're just going to accept that all this stuff is fine because we want to yeah. focus on this other stuff, which I know puts a lot of people off. Like I know the um, specifically with tell me why, like the fact that they decide not to deal with the fact that like what would it be like for this trans character to go back home after they yeah, transitioned? Yeah. They just chose not to really deal, like, deal with it a little bit, but not hugely. Like, they've just sideswiped a bunch of that stuff and put it over there. It's like, we're trying to tell a different story, which is dealing with, like, some real-world stuff, but, like, we can't deal with it all at once. And for me, it kind of works, because it means that everyone is very endearing and really good characters, while they can still deal with the core, the core thing. Um, and very quickly, like this is not a spoiler because it's it's kind of obvious that this is the way the story is going to go. Very quickly, this story is about the overreach of the the mining corporation, right? Like it's about yeah how sure. the people of this town relate to this corporation that basically runs the town, um, and what happens when those things start to get in conflict when you're dealing with like, well, this is the main employer for this entire place, so like, how do you deal with disputes and all this kind of it's a, yeah there's all that stuff there's all the interpersonal stuff is it, which is an under, there's an undertone of like workers rights is that what you're yeah, saying totally, that yes the, there's there's some of that sure. there's a lot of like labor law stuff and like it's but not in like a super preachy way like it's like if it all feels very natural it all well, like, okay sure yeah. the inciting incident of the game kicks a lot of this off very quickly and you're like oh this is what this is going to be about okay got you um but yeah, it's a really good Life is Strange game. I'm really, really enjoying um, what it says. Like I say, it, it looks incredible. They're not doing the episodic thing this time. So it is split up into chapters, but they're just all there. Um, and you can keep going. But it does do the thing like at the end of every chapter. It's like, here's your choices. And here's how the the um, here's how you relate to everyone else. And all that. So it does have... And at that point, you can just like, hey, yeah, play next chapter. Or go back to the main menu. And I've been kind of doling it out like... 
I'm not just blitzing the whole thing. I'm kind of um, splitting out myself. But, um, which means it's also, well, it means, because the original Life is Strange, like, that game was also, like, 40 bu- forty quid, I think, when you bought Something all the episodes. Like that, yeah. um, this is a full, well, it's actually more than that. It's, like, 60 quid game, um, mm-hmm. slightly more if you want the deluxe edition, which none of the deluxe edition stuff is out yet. Um, but it will I was going to say, is that, is that like extra chapters? Or it's something? an extra chapter like for one of the characters, which is coming later. And also it's the remaster of one and oh, before the Oh, that's how you get that, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's the deluxe edition. Don't quote me on I that. Think so. that seems, I think that seems right from what yeah. I remember, but yeah, don't quote us unless but that, that was, know that. But also, whichever edition, because there's a deluxe edition, then there's like a edition above that as well, which is like 100 or something like that. Um the remasters were supposed to come out when this launched and they pushed it back, so they're not out yet, so don't... And also, like, at least on Steam, which is where I'm playing it, the Deluxe Edition is available as a separate download if you want to buy it later. So currently, the Deluxe Edition gives you, like, a couple extra outfits, but, like, none of the other stuff is live yet, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, take from that what you will. But, um, yeah, it's it's very cool. I, I'm super interested in, uh, in seeing where they go with this. Um... It's just yeah, it's just really good. It's super endearing, and it, I, I'm, I'm glad that those games can continue because they're they're always at least interesting. So I'm yeah, glad they totally. can continue to hold up. Um, and like I know you, I know maybe, maybe that maybe this time I can maybe check it out and see that it doesn't look awful to me. It's but all that, all those problems are gone, dude. Like it's staggering that, how so, this. I thing hope looks. so because it really threw me out, which was sad totally. because I wanted to experience. The, the sad teen story that totally. I've ever had in this my life, whole, but yeah, like that the initial shot where um, Alex is being debriefed, probably the wrong word, but like she's leaving the foster home and she's basically being interviewed about like, so where are you going, what are you going to do, all this kind of stuff. Um, just the animation of her there, like just seeing that first minute and a half, I was like, oh, they've solved all of this, they fixed it all, it's great. Like this game has ray tracing now. <laughs> Which is oh wow amazing! I mean that would be good for like back backwater. What did you say, Colorado? Was Colorado, yeah, um, yeah. Like, a lot it, of like lights going through trees and stuff like yeah. that, and even stuff like so. Like Alex wears um, glasses, and like seeing other characters reflected off her glasses and stuff like that is super very good. cool. Yeah, very good. Um, it's had a little bit of a rocky PC launch, but it's basically there now. Like I haven't had any problems. Sure. And one issue That's where cool. like the opening section of the game. You're getting introduced to a character, and she's like um, watering plants. Um, mm-hmm. When you go over, and when she when you you introduce yourself, she puts the 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 can down and goes over to hug you. Except they hadn't disconnected the watering effect from her hand, so she was just pouring water out of her hand as she was hugging me. And I was like, "That's oh, the opening game. section of the game." I was like, "Okay, there's maybe some stuff here." But I've I've seen there've been three updates since that game came out already, fixing very specific issues. Um, and there was like a little bit of stuttering, but like only if you're like super high end. Um, like if you turn everything on, including DX12, yeah. it gets kind of crazy. Yeah. But like I'm running it in, on high with ray tracing, and it looks fucking incredible. It really, really does. It's it's Dope. yeah, it's super good. Well, it's good. Highly recommended if you if you like that stuff already. It's a no brainer. But even if you're not, like it's a cool story that they're telling with that, which is which is very cool. Um. So part of the thing we've both got. What have you been playing, or is it just? Um, no, I got so I, last podcast we experimented with a format, oh, right. and I, yes. um, yeah, it, I bought a PS Five and um, kind of out of nowhere because I was like, 
I want. I had been talking to my friends about it who had recently purchased a PS5 and talking to them about how hard it was, and they were like, "Yeah, dude, like it's effortless at this point. Like you just do this and you'll get it. Like it's not hard." Right. Um. So I was like, "Oh, let's see. Like, I wonder how hard this is." So I like, I like joined the the, the Discord that has all yep. the uh-huh. the the uh, notifications and stuff of that. And I set everything up. Is this probably then, the same Discord that my friend is currently on to get? I mean, a, probably get a thirty eighty. <laughs> So, so I um, did it, set it up, left it, went to work, and was sitting in the tea room having a break, and got pinged. That was like, oh, like uh, AO, which is like a, a delivery site in the UK that does from based out of Bolton, I think. That are like just they they do like home home electronics, it's like home goods, like, right? Yeah, yeah, home goods is the word I was looking for. Got pinged that they were getting. PS5s in and I was like oh man let's have a look at this and see so I clicked the button and it was like the warning was uh, this is this is in hot demand so we stopped selling it for now so keep an eye on it so I was like fuck I'm going to have to sit and refresh this page over and over again aren't I? <laughs> so I just sat like refreshing the page every so often as I was on my break and nothing was happening right. and I was like okay whatever they've probably run out it's fine um, went back and looked at the discord and there was a message that had just come up from a guy that was like oh yeah if you're on your phone like go to the desktop site because they just have a big add to cart button and huh. it worked for me and i was like oh okay so i was like use desktop site sure enough it was a big button so i just hit it and everything processed got the alert on my phone saying like this much money has left your account and i was like did i just buy a p did i just do that like was that a thing that just ha- did i actually successfully just buy a ps5 um I love that you had, look- you had a very similar process to what I did when I got mine, which was like, hey, theoretically, this site is getting stock, but I don't mm. believe you. And then it was like, when it eventually went live, I hit add to cart and it was in my cart and I hit buy and it went through and then I got the notification that was like, hey, your order went through and all this money has left your account. I was like, yeah. I don't believe this happened until so I yeah, have a box I, I in didn't. my house. So I, I looked at the thing and... Um, got an email through being like hey here's your order and stuff like that and you can use this button to track it so I clicked the track button and there was a thing at the top of the page being like um, there appears to be an issue with your order can you please contact us and I was like oh. right this is going to be the phone call where I go in and they say actually we didn't have the stock yep. so we need to cancel your order or whatever yep. um, I was like alright sure so I went on their like online chat thing and sat in a queue and uh got to the front and the guy I, was, I said to the guy I was like oh yeah I've ordered, here's the order number like I've ordered this and there's a a flag on the thing saying oh there's a problem he's like okay I'll look into it and went away and came back he's like nah no issues I was like what like it says on the site and it's like yeah that's just like a it it does that when there's like a lot of orders going through at once and like it just does that like yeah, but once we get through it and process the order it's fine and I was like okay so it's it's okay it's like yeah it's fine it's like can you tell me the, the delivery address just to make sure and he's like gave me my address and I was like okay thanks uh <laughs> great uh and that was it that was the whole thing yep and then like ao apparently have a thing where they like call you and make sure everything's okay as well so they like phoned me and i was like so okay this is like it's real it's like yeah it's coming on sunday and i was like oh great thanks okay cool <laughs> sure enough on sunday ps5 Excellent. arrives um i remember i had something very similar when i bought my oculus rift the first time i think it was scan we're having a sale that was like yeah you can get hmm. the rift and the, the handset for like 500 or whatever it was and i had it in my cart and i was like this is a dumb purchase i know this is a dumb purchase but i kind of want to just go for it 
and eventually just went, ah, fuck it, and went for it. And then did like the credit card transaction thing, and it came up was like, you will be phoned by insert yeah. bank here um, to <laughs> confirm this thing that has. Are you sure you want? A Are you sure you want this? Bank account? This yeah. is five hundred pounds on a VR headset. Are you sure? And then the person phones you, and you're like, "So we just want to check this large account, this large transaction that doesn't normally go through in this account." I'm like, yes. What is it? Uh, is this a is this a Oculus like could not pronounce Oculus Rift? I don't Oculus know Rift. Yeah. yeah. A virtual reality headset? I'm like, yes, that's yeah. yes, I'm spending five stop judging me over the phone. It's like, yes, that's me, yes, that's please, my yes. Please leave me alone, bye. Please, leave, please. please let me wallow in my buyer's remorse. Um Yeah, yeah and they went there, they're like, Yep, it's fine. And it just went through and I was like, Cool, there's a rift coming to your house. It's excellent, cool. Yeah. Um, so that yeah. was good. I, I didn't even get that. They were just like Oh, 500 quid going to AO, yeah, sure, whatever. And that was it. Yeah. It said um, a lot that my so credit yeah. card was like, Are you sure? It, consequently, yeah. has not happened since. That was the only time I've ever been phoned buying a purchase on oh, that yeah, credit card. Oh, realised that you're going to be the guy. I mean, I didn't even get that when I like bought all the parts from my computer because they could have phoned me and been like, "Yeah, yeah. you're spending like almost two grand. Like, what the hell?" And, yep. Like, that's the, yeah, it's fine. No, um, so yeah, got a PS5. Um, came with Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and I bought Ghost of Tsushima at the same right. time. I forgot you got that. Um, yeah. So I've I've only played like an hour of Ghost of Tsushima, so I can't speak to it. Um, mm. Yeah, I'll come back to that. But mm. uh, I did play through all of and finish Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yep. Um, which I won't spend too much time on because we've talked about it on the podcast before when yeah, you yeah. played it. But um, it is very, very, very good. It's like, really good. It's an excellent video game. Um, and it's just like it's a very good video game like yep. it's just like it's not trying to do anything super crazy or anything like that it's just a very fun action platformer video game and that's kind of it yeah it's like it's fun to play it's like the writing's actually really smart and really funny yep. um it's well acted it looks incredible they use the the powers that the ps5 kind of has natively to really interest in ways um it's yeah, it's great. It's a great, great video. It's super game. good. Uh, um, it, thoroughly it's, enjoyed my time with it. It was one of those things. It, it definitely reinf- so. I, I had this real weird crisis of conscience when I played, um, what was the name of that? Uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Where yeah, it was Phoenix like, Rising. Yeah, yeah, which was like my Christmas game this year. Um, which was like, this is not. This game is fine. Like, I am having fun with this game. But this game is totally okay. And it took yeah, me a long time fine, to go... Yeah. It took me a long time to go, actually, this is okay. Like, I'm okay playing a game that is just fine. I know Ratchet, Ratchet Clank is way better than this. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, Ratchet Clank is way beyond fine. Yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah. But it's like really good. It took me a while to be like, it is okay to just, like, play a game that's a video game and be fun. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, genre-defining oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or... or yeah, like, it doesn't have to... It doesn't have to like try and like tell a super serious narrative or like try and be the best thing ever. It can just be. It can just be very fun. Good at what it is, yeah. Totally. And like, which, which Ratchet yeah. Clank absolutely is. Very um, much so. Yeah. I I laughed more than I expected to at it. Like there are some really good lines in it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. very like very very charming, very endearing. Some um, some pretty interesting like narrative twists as well. Like some reveals yeah, that actually sure. are like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um, great characters like obviously like Rivet's brand new and she's great. And Rivet's Kit's excellent, brilliant, and yeah, 
I really, I really, really endeared myself to Glitch, your little spider bot. I yep. thought that was Glitch was amazing. Has has their own like completely separate story arc. Yep. Um. Yeah. Great. Great. Great video game. Like if it's it's if you have a PS Five, you should just play it. Like it is amazing. It's like the um, one of the few like completely like very easy to recommend. Like yeah, this is probably yeah. the thing you should get with your yep. PlayStation. It's it is it is a good. If Astrobot wasn't like way better than any right it has to be, yeah, you would say to people being like, yeah, if you get Ratchet, you'll understand why this new console exists. Like you get it. Yep. Whereas like where it's doing all the like the rift stuff that you could only ever be able to do with an SSD, like that sort of power behind it. Yep. So it's yeah, it's 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 brilliant. Like Ratchet I, and Clank is just brilliant. I was yeah. glad that one of the things that you picked out was the the fixer fight which will mean nothing to you unless you play the game but like that whole section was like oh, oh they're incredible yeah fucking going for it okay this is yeah. what this is what the studio behind um this is what insomniac can really do yeah when, when they push it out they're okay really good at, yeah. got you um, but it okay. is like that was the moment where you're like you can by the amount that's going on, you can tell like this needed this power behind it to be able yep. to do all this. Like it yep. is, yeah, it was great. Yep. Um, cool. But yeah, other, other than that, I think it's just uh, the thing that we've both played. I think both and everybody has been. playing. Yeah, I think it's the... it's the thing that everyone's been doing yeah. this week. Um, yeah. So Deathloop came out. Yep. Um, PS5 and PC new game from Arcane Leon, right? The Leon Studio. Uh... No, this is. <laughs> Uh oh crap. Which which arcane studio is this? Which which arcane is this? Which arcane is this? I mean they're all pretty good, but um they make good video games. I'm pretty sure this is Leon. This is like main arcane, right? Isn't it? Arcane? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. Um But yeah, so it's it's a oh so yeah. So I'm I'm very much enjoying it. I'm playing the PS5 version. I think we're both playing the PS5 version. We are both playing the PS5, which version. is good because it sounds like the PC version is having some issues. A bit um, fucked, yeah. Right now, um, but we're both playing the PS5 version. It's super interesting. Like I, mm. I was kind of worried initially going in because they haven't like they told you what the game's about, but they haven't really told you like what the game is, and it's they reveal it in a pretty like it's 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 a pretty mechanically complicated game like in terms there, of yeah there's a lot there's a lot to it there is yeah, yeah. and there's a lot there's a lot to it and they don't do they don't like hold your hand through a lot of it there's it a lot of like okay we're going to show you what this is and then it's just on you to kind of play about with it and figure it out like yeah. that's the yeah and yeah. but the, maybe the one thing that, that I, I i they didn't make entirely clear up front is that like so there's a point because uh, again we don't want to really go into spoilers too much. So you you, you kind of want to bring it back, like it, at its like. So it's 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 an arcane game, right? So it's one of these like open world immersive sim yep. style games. Like if you've played an arcade game, if you've played Prey or Dishonored or it's, even it's, Deus Ex, it feels much like closer to Dishonored than Prey, but it's somewhere in between those things. So it's yeah, it, I would I would say it's in between those two things because Prey uh, Dishonored was still very. Um, level based it was like yeah. go to the hub world then go out then come back yep. and do that over and over again prey yep. was obviously like one big map you could go into at any moment i mean there were uh, still load zones like it was yeah but it was still like like, like when you went outside talus one you could see all of talus one and you could go yeah but Deathloop is in between either of those things where there are distinct maps but you can go to them in any order at any time that you want 
Um, mm. So is it, it's it's one of those sort of games, but it is about Colt who is trapped on this island in a time loop that the same the same day repeats over and over and over again, and has to basically get out of it. Um, break the loop. Away, uh, yeah, it has to break the loop is the phrase that they use a lot. Uh, and that is, each day is broken up into, is it four sections? It's morning, afternoon, morning. or morning sunrise? Or is it, what is it, morning something, afternoon, evening? There's definitely three, right? yeah. There's, there's four. Noon, there's afternoon. Like, noon, afternoon, evening, evening yeah. that's it, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's four big maps, and each of the maps has, obviously, differences depending on the time of day and who's yep. there and what's going on. And so you... The game is about, it takes the idea, kind of the, it's, this isn't a roguelike, but it takes the roguelike idea of like doing runs through the yeah. thing over and over again, but does it with the immersive sim twist of the thing that you're actually doing as you do these runs is gathering information and yes. learning. Like that's the thing, it's physical learning is the key to that whole game because... Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's like systems of like, oh yeah, you don't get to keep your guns and you don't get to keep your abilities you, and all that stuff that is like the, the the drive of the loop. But the key thing is learning about who's where, what their weaknesses are, how to go about dealing with everything that is on the map. Um, and that is it's incredibly well handled and it does it in a it does it in such a subtle way where it's like when 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 you get through the initial section where the game shows you the mechanics being like here's what this game is, it then it then basically just says okay like here's a couple of recommendations but you know what you need to do go figure it out yeah that's at the point where it really slowly starts to kind of like show its hand because you realize that the thing that you care more about is learning about the people more than it is going in and like I need to go get this gun or I need to go get this ability it is like how much information can you get out of this one run to then take somewhere else and go and use that information? Yeah. Um, it's fascinating. It, it's doing it in a way that other games that I've tried to do similar things like this don't really handle particularly well. Yeah. But it is, it's, it's incredibly, incredibly well handled in Deathloop. It was um, interesting. I'm very, going very into, impressed. Yeah. It was interesting going into this game, having just what, almost the same time as the, um, the no clip prey documentary came out, which reminded mm. me a lot of like why I really, really love that game. Um, and it, the things that it really shares is it, it does have a lot of mechanics and they are all yeah. kind of interconnected and layered, but they do, it does seem like that whole first couple hours where they introduce you to all of it has been so finely honed where the point where, oh, it, does, yeah. where it does actually go like, okay, everything's now open, go do your thing. Like it doesn't feel, it feels a little intimidating until you do it the first time. Yeah. Also, I like, there's a, there's a, there's a bit of um, like 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 not anxiety, but like the the when the totality of the thing is given to you, and then yeah. the game just kind of goes here. That it is, it's very intimidating, obviously, because you're just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm meant to do with this. But it yeah. is the two lines it gives you, where it's like, hey, what you should maybe think about maybe doing this first, which is yep. like go and get this ability or whatever it is. Yep, but. In the course, if you do that and you're like, yeah, sure, the game's telling me to do this, I'll go do it. In the course of doing that, it as you start wandering around the map and like picking stuff up and learning about stuff, it's then showing you the the, 
the further point, which is the the subtle learning of each character as yes. that, which is which is a thing that happens entirely dynamically within the world. Like yeah. I guess you could go and do all this stuff and not pick anything up and not learn anything, yep. but by you engaging in the gameplay of an immersive sim of like sneaking around and looking and reading stuff and like all that stuff, it is slowly showing you what that game is about. Yeah. Which is very, very clever. It's a very interesting way of doing it. When I had, when they're doing the run up to this and they hadn't, they obviously still have not to this point, like showed, the, the, they haven't opened the box and said, here's actually what this game is. And it's kind of, hmm. it's kind of good that they haven't actually, because like, like I said, that intro, that intro section really does get you into it. Yeah, it's pretty, fantastic. Pretty well. Yeah. Um, my inclination, which was pretty much half right about what the game was going to be, a lot of it for me was going to come down to the really not fun stuff of like information tracking. So like, if you go back yeah. to like something like Outer Wilds, that game does not work without the map of here are all the discoveries you've made. Like that game yeah. is impossible without that stuff. And this game yeah. does a really good job of going like, not only like here are the main threads. I think they're literally called threads. Leads? Is that what they're called? Leads. Leads is Leads. the, yeah. The, the leads it gives you, it was like, here's everything we know right now. Here's the big main chunks of to get your objective. But even as you're just going around these areas, like overhearing conversations and reading notes and stuff like that, it fills in this this list of like, um or, or fills in this, this chunk of like, here's just all the information you've learned. So there's a section you're going through at a particular time of day. It's like, there's these two guys hacking away at a wall with pickaxes. And just this little note appears. It was like, hey, those idiots are hacking away at this wall there must be something there and just it just writes it in your thing that's mapped to like time of day when it's relevant area of the of the island and here's a description of what it was and all of that stuff is there but you're like okay what am i going to do this run well i should actually go check that out while i'm here here's the main thing i'm trying to do well while i'm here i should look at this thing and look at this thing and see what's here and all this kind of stuff um all of that stuff does seem to work pretty well like obviously, I'm I'm pretty early at this point, so maybe it gets too mm-hmm. intimidating. I don't. It gets too difficult. No, to read. I. From what I can tell, it's there. There's a lot, but the way it's presented as like a a narrative thread that you can kind of pan backwards and forwards between. Yeah. At any moment, it's hard to really get lost because you could always see the through line of how you got there. So yeah. it is. It's very well presented in the like web structure, but it's, it does. Tr- trace really well so yeah i don't think i don't think i'll ever see it being a problem because i have had like i've gone into maps and been like there are three things on this map that i know that are happening right now at this time in this thing and it does you can just choose not to track stuff and it doesn't appear if you don't want it to but if you want it to you can get points of the map where it'll point you towards the right area yeah Um, it it reminds me a lot of what i really liked about the design of the Hitman 2 and 3, where the... Uh, what do they call them? The... Opportunities. Opportunities. Like, that, those opportunities are a great way for you to learn those maps and see all the different bits of it. Yeah, and all the absolutely, stuff. yeah. As somebody myself who, when they get thrown into an area like that, there's, like, there's an infinite amount of things you could, like... When you start doing, like, the Skyrim thing or, like, any of those type of games where you're like, here's a whole fucking country. Go explore. I'm like, I paralysis immediately of like yeah, yeah. which way do I go? like it gives you those initial ways in of being like okay you're going to go explore this area of this air this map you're going to explore this area of the map and then while you're there you'll find these seven eight things that are all going on um the one thing i like is that 
Well, I, I, I haven't quite come to terms with it yet or not, but like, it's not incredibly punishing if you fuck up. Like, because because of the nature of some of the mechanics in there that are better just revealed to yourself when you see them. But like, it, it. I mean, we haven't talked about Giuliani yet, but we'll get there. Yeah. But was, the, yeah. The, the, the punishment for fucking up is not huge in the same way as it was with something like Dishonored, where no, which is no, why no. I fell off of that game, which is like, I suck as a pure stealth-based assassin. Yeah. Like, I was really bad at it. So, like, you have to just quick save and quick... Well, I had to just quick save and quick load my way through that, the opening parts of that game. I was like, I'm just not having fun with this. With Deathloop, it, not only does it, does it give you a couple of different life rafts to really save yourself... It feels like it is actually designed where the 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 thing for a lot of stealth games for me is like what happens when you get found, right? Where yeah. like if you're mm-hmm. if you're doing like a Metal Gear or something like that, like if you get found, you can probably fight your way out or at least run pretty quickly to get the way out of that. If you're in something like Dishonored, like you're designed as a character to not be particularly resilient, like you will go down pretty quickly. You need to get the fuck out of there. And use your powers immediately. You cannot stand and fight. Yeah. Deathloop yeah, is like yeah. here's a bunch of really cool guns. Like stealth your way if it helps. But if you need to open up on these guys, you can probably do that and you'll be fine. Yeah, it's is is a very forgiving. It's, it's it's forgiving in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree. The 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 moment of like discovery in the stealth game is not really the panic moment, but yeah. in Deathloop, it's a lot of like, all right, I guess we're doing this. I guess we're doing the, it. Yeah, yeah, which is um, fine. It's also because that's the same as um, Juliana, who is is kind of like your your rival antagonist who kind of like stalks you throughout the game where it's like at any moment she can sort of like invade at the point where you're trying to do something and it means that you have to like go and do stuff to be able to get out but she sort of just like stalks you and uh tries to like basically take you out but you have the the unique ability in this world by manipulation of strange time powers where you have basically like three lives yeah where if you die, you can you teleport back in time a bit, and then you've got another life, and you can do it. You can do it three times, and at the third time, you're dead, and the loop resets, and you wake up again at, yeah. in the morning of the day. Lose your resources, um, lose your gear, but yeah, yeah, it's, that's where the loop comes in, where it's yeah. like everything that you've not done special stuff to disappears, and you yep. can, yeah, um, that stuff is it's it's interesting because the it, I I can draw the line up between Juliana and also all of the like your main targets and stuff like that. Mm. Like the way that they the way that they set it up is very like a video game where it's like, here are the people and it is your job to take them out. Like it is yep. that is that is the game. But yeah. When you get there and you start actually actively trying to fight them, they are yeah, they, so they've got special powers or whatever, but they are like they are literally just human beings and die yeah. to a few bullets. Yep. Like it is, yep. like the, the 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 like I was doing some stuff before the podcast and stuff like that, and went and fought someone and like thought it was going to be a really weird fight because it leads you into like a big open area, and it's like oh, it looks like a huge boss arena and stuff like that. I was like eventually got to a point where he just like ended up behind me, and I like shot him twice with a shotgun, and he just went down. Yeah, they're, they're, like, oh, they're human beings. Okay. Yep. Yeah, they're just humans. Like they're not actually like super powerful boss. Even Juliana is like, yeah, yep. you could just shoot her in the head and she dies. Like that's the. Yep. Um. So none of it is ever particularly. I don't want to say threatening because they are threatening because you yep. you also can't take a lot of hits. So it's yeah. Nothing. Nothing is overbearingly threatening. Everything feels manageable, which which, which is, is good, right? Because 
Yeah. I mean, this is not a spoiler because this is like the marketing of the game, right? But the thing that they say very quickly is like, okay, to break this loop, you need to kill these seven people, right? That is the thing. Yeah. And within one loop. Within one loop, which is the thing. So like the idea that, and, and again, like you get some of this in the intro, in the intro part of it, but like, yeah, the, the the people you're trying to kill they go down pretty quickly like they are just human beings like because that's yeah. not the problem the problem is how do no, you do yeah. this in one run like yeah. getting yourself to the point and that to me again i'm very early but that to me is still like a unobtainable goal like i have zero idea how the fuck you're supposed to do this so it it, it is good at telling it kind of like very slowly focusing on how that's possible mm. where it is like really subtle like i don't know if you've i don't know if you've got this this yet but there are like points at which where like you gain you gain enough information or like roughly enough information it gives you like a little vignette of like cult being like oh i've learned this thing that can be useful and there's like a little cutscene that plays oh no i haven't seen Um, any of that stuff yet they're 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 really cool they're super stylized they're like that they're great but it is it is good at that point of like kind of focusing you and being like, okay, so that that's the relevant thing of being mm. able to say this, and so you get you can start seeing the clarity of how everything starts fitting together. Right. Um, good because that could be, yeah, that, that could definitely be the that, point. Yeah. That could definitely be the point that we could talk about like intimidation, like yeah, the fact that the game will or looks like anyway, it's going to give you the point was like, okay, here's all the information you have. Like, I wonder if there's actually a point where like where it says like. You can probably do it now. It's just an execution problem. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. that's going to be interesting. I, I doubt I, it based on too. the, based on how I think this game is sort of set up, where it is very freeform and stuff like that. Yeah. I doubt there would be a point where it's like they just come up with a button that is like you know enough to be able to do this. Like yeah, exactly. It um, yeah, it's going to be interesting as well because it's it, it's like multiple games over the past couple of years have been the thing of like if you have all the information in your head could you do this in one run like immediately um uh, like from the moment you wake up on the beach when the game like starts not start like ignoring the tutorial not, bit y- yeah ignoring that bit yeah, yeah. um i like, don't, could you I go don't know to be honest it would be interesting stuff, somebody's gonna do the it. stuff that i've seen i'm not sure it is possible right. but i would be fascinated to see if someone could find out right because it might just be that the stuff that I'm... I, well, it kind of has to. The stuff that I'm learning now as you go and do the loops and stuff like that is stuff that happens naturally anyway. So if you just go in knowing that, you could just go do it. Yeah. I don't know is the thing. I don't know if there's like a trigger or whatever yeah. it is. But um, yep. I, I have faith in the design chops of Arcane to be able to say that... For sure. That stuff, that stuff just happens and you could probably do it if you just knew... Yeah. Um, so yeah, it would be interesting to see. I can't wait to see someone try and speedrun this game. That would be totally. Yeah, that's but. that's kind of what I'm alluding at. Is the speedruns of this thing are going to be interesting? Um, yeah. Also, but like it's like, yeah. Sorry. It, no, no. It's 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 worth saying as well. Like, game looks really cool. Like, game has a really yeah, unique amazing. style to yeah. it. It's got so it's got the it's got the arcane flair to it, where yep. the characters are kind of like a bit chunky, a bit cartoony, like that sort of idea. But yep. this is done with like a weird like 60s disco bent to it yeah where it's um it's like everybody's got like big hair and stuff like that there's like bright colors and a lot of paisley yeah a lot of paisley it's all very um what's that game what was that terrible game we happy few 
Yes. Uh, that sort it, of style it gives where it's like this kind of... It gives me um, No One Lives Forever vibes. Yeah, Nolf is also a good, yeah, Nolf, great draw for yeah. it as well. Um, yeah, it's got got that style and like the music and stuff kind of works with that as yeah. well. It's all very like 60s spy thriller sort of soundtrack and style, yeah. um, which is great and it works really, really well. Uh, I like the shit just got real music because you yep. get the like uh-huh. the cool bass line and stuff like that the, the really famous bass lines for those sort of movies yeah um yeah it's great stuff i really like the the writing yeah um, oh the, yeah colt the, and juliana are excellent so the far. banter yeah the banter between colt and juliana is fantastic every every one of your targets is like this like it's obviously like a they take like a singular not a singular character trait but like a character archetype and then sort of like blow it out to ridiculous proportions yeah to where i i, I haven't they all I've, feel really unique and have really good voice lines and yeah, i haven't got to the point where i've like encountered a lot of them yet because like i said i'm still super early um yeah sure yeah. the the thing i'm consistently seeing from people is like these all of these people are massive pieces of shit and i can't wait to get oh, they're awful them. yeah yeah like, they're 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 they do a really good job when you start getting the the voice recordings and like the emails and stuff like that that are not emails the whatever the internal messaging system is called um, microcomp or something like that yeah something like that um when you start reading that they and their personality starts coming out you're they're like yeah, I get that you're here with the whole singular purpose thing, but man, you're all awful. Like you're all terrible people. Where it's like this guy, this guy's like horrifically like sociopathic, and like <laughs> this guy's like a torturer, and like it's, it's like awful, awful, awful. It's a, but there is the the one that I I like a lot is that every every one of them there is like a there was like a questionnaire that they get given by Juliana that's like answer these questions and people will learn. Oh more about yeah, yeah, you. Uh-huh. and. They all have one of those recordings like hidden in their like area somewhere, and they're all fantastic because they yeah. are so well acted and they fit that character. It's brilliant. It's so good. Um, and yeah, the 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 game like it still plays like a, like an arcade ga- an arcane game, so it's yep. like super solid. Like the the gunplay works really well. The movement stuff is great. Like it, they of course have the the almost staple at this point arcane short range teleport power but um is nigh on essential at this point um it's not blink it's not blink in this it's called shift in this one yeah yes yeah but it's blink blink because that's that's the dishonored one but yeah Yeah. that's um yeah game is absolutely fantastic and utterly fascinating from like a mechanical perspective totally like one of I, I need to see how when you get further in how it all I'm still looking at it from quite a far distance away so I need to see how it all fits together because it yeah. could mess up the execution when stuff starts getting all meshy like when stuff when the gears start turning and everything starts going together but yeah. I will think it will based on what I'm seeing but I need to know before making a like proper judgment on it yeah like it, it's definitely it, it's done a really good job of setting the table it just needs to actually actually do it now uh mm-hmm. i yeah, yeah it needs to like get it yeah i'll also say that this is kind of tangentially related but um the have you heard have you heard this thing where in the like loading screens of that game your ps5 makes a really weird noise no no okay try and, not noticed anyway well, try try and listen for it next time like on all the loading screens um it, my PS5 makes a slightly more high-pitched squeal than it normally does. 
Um, huh, okay. I was reading that's because, and this is a thing that's been in a lot of arcane games actually, or stuff that uses the same engine. They uncap the frame rate on the loading screens. So if you are on PC and you have like a frame rate counter or like a FPS counter, and it hits the loading screen, it like jumps to like nine hundred ninety nine. So like your PS5 basically ah, okay. tries to render as many frames as possible on the static load screen, and your PS5 just goes, Wah! it's yeah. too much. Um, super interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. But um, the thing for me was I'd moved my PlayStation into my uh, AV unit, my TV cabinet, just yes. to get it off, because it's usually just been sitting behind the TV. And I was like, okay, I've got cats. I should probably move this thing before they rip it off the Yeah, table. they'll break that thing. Um, stuck it in there, started playing Deathloop. And I was like, that's a, what is that noise that's happening? And I have now heard what it's like when a PS5 kicks on a 100% fan. And it is... <sighs> terrifying it is yeah. like i have had hoovers that are less quiet uh, that are quieter than this More thing quiet. yeah and i opened up the cabinet like i'm kind of surprised it didn't actually shut down like at no point did the ps5 complain um but i yeah. opened the cabinet up the, the doors in front of the cabinet and just got this waft of like incredibly warm, warm air like yeah. terrifyingly warm air to the point where i was like oh i need to stop this like right now and move this like shut yeah. everything down pulled the cables at the back of it and the ethernet cable plugged into the back of my ps5 was like slightly more malleable because it was that Ooh, warm no. Ooh, and i like okay. i touched the ps5 and was like this thing is this is scary like that it can do this it's kind of bizarre um so yeah b they are not fucking around with the airflow on that that thing like yeah put it in a place where that was get... it, it was like the when my girlfriend came over for the first time after i bought the ps5 and we like started it up just to like watch netflix yeah, yeah. or whatever it was um it if you've got a disc in it spins the disc up mm. and goes through the fans and stuff like that which is actually like surprisingly very loud it sounds like a fucking jet engine yep and she like had the controller and like turned to me and was like, "Is that thing all right? Is that normal?" Yep. I was like, yep. "Yeah, that's just what it sounds like. Like it is just I you know, it will calm down, but it is." Yeah, I've still never put a disc in that thing. Uh, it's loud. Uh, Let it's, me tell you, I believe you. It's, it's loud. Um, but yeah, they're not fucking around with airflow. Like, put yes, do the thing. Um, yeah. keep it there. And as soon, again, as soon as I took it out and went straight back into the game where I was, it was like whisper quiet like zero problems it was cool mm-hmm. it was all right i just had to like, really hug it into my tv um but yeah death looks awesome uh i look yeah, forward to seeing I, where it goes spectacularly impressed by that thing so far and i need to see how it all ends up playing together yep, yep. they've got a bunch of really cool very well designed very well implemented systems that just yep. need a bit more time to mesh and then it yep. should be great but yeah also like i i will say this anytime anyone wants to talk about it please go play prey like if you Absolutely, like yeah. if you like Deathloop and you like Dishonored, like Prey is that bit sci-fi and it's just it's is better in some ways. People, it, well, it's I, I, they're very different games. Like yes. I, like Prey is Prey is like very open, but it's still focused on telling like a singular narrative where it's sure. like incredibly focused and it does the environmental and environmental storytelling sort of thing. Where Deathloop kind of does that, but it's a lot more bit by bit as opposed to it being it's got a very different structure yeah yeah like 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 you should you should definitely all go play prey because Prey's fantastic and nobody bought it and played it but it is if nothing else like like, go watch the no clip documentary up to the point where it says stop watching this if you're going to play it and then go play it like it really does a good job of showing 
the considerations that have to go into a game like that about how complex yeah. something like that actually it's, is. It was it was interesting listening to them talk about it because it's stuff that we when we played through it like picked up on and was yeah. like look at the amount of work that has gone into this yeah. and then you listen to the people designing it being like fuck that was so much work like look here's what we had to do to do this and it was like yeah uh, like, we can it, see that like you can tell the effort that's gone into it especially when they're talking to people who did that thing and you're like how does this thing ever ship like in yeah. a way that works and then you think about Deathloop and you're like oh god how does this thing ever ship like yeah how do you ship that game is yeah, yeah. Um, how do you the guys, test the that guys game? That, the guys that can, the guys that are good at pulling that off, are the exact people that are making those games. It's Arcane. Yeah. It's, like Arcane know how to make those sort of games and can do it to a very high degree, yeah. and obviously have some sort of system where they can test it really, really well. So it's, it's, it's fair play to them. It, it's really refreshing in that documentary when you have, uh, when they're interviewing someone who's like, all of our QA is like best effort. Like there is, there's no way we can like cover all of the things that you can do in that game. Of like, course. Just, yeah, it's yeah, just impossible. And it's it, it really does... It is an education... <coughs> excuse me. It is an education if you do not... Like, if you do not build software, if you do not do this kind of thing, like, it is a... Is a milestone anytime any video game ever ships. Like all of these of things course. are giant houses as we, of cards. As we say, nearly every podcast making video games is hard. Yeah, like... and especially when you throw on it like the stuff that they talk about in that in, in Prey where they were like here are a bunch of the creative decisions we made and then we just like had to work super hard to make like the one for me that they got was like one of the core tenets of Prey is that the powers that you get in Prey are all permutations of the stuff that the enemies do and if the enemies can do something you yeah. can then also do it and it yeah. was one of those things just like yeah we had a bunch of cool ideas for powers that you're like yeah but now you have to give that to the player like the, the Mimic one is the one that got me as well where you're like okay Super simple concept. You have the mimics who can turn into items. You need the player to be able to turn into items. It's like, okay, that sounds cool. But then you're like, cool. You know the you know the dominoes meme, which is like, you can turn into anything on the station where the big domino yeah. is then like, and now the station has no pens. Like, is this chain yeah, yeah. of stuff that's like, well, that's the implication because it breaks so many things. We need to test all of this. Um yeah, that that documentary is wild, and people should go play Prey. It is excellent. Yeah, play play Prey, play Which, play Deathloop. By all means, play Deathloop because yes. Deathloop is great. But make some time. Yeah. play Prey. Prey's Which fantastic. Which is the thing as well, massively like, underrated. The thing we said at the start of this with all these games coming out was like, ah, I just kind of want to go play Prey for another thirty hours that I put into yeah. that game. Um, it, Prey is Prey is. I said this to you. Prey is on the list of games that I've like titled as fuck. People don't talk about this enough. No, they but, don't. They don't. Which is like that, and like maybe three other games. But it's yep. yeah, it's it's definitely underrated and probably one of the best things that Arcane's ever put out. Yep. And yeah, there's a I I came across a Twitter thread of people talking about um, Murdered Soul Suspect again, and I was like, I should I should play that game again. I that seems like one of those too much to play. There's no time. Exactly. Too exactly. much more to play. Um, but it feels like there's me and seven people who like that game and. Yeah, I'd... I have I have a limited amount of time. I only have until like midway through November to play video games because that's when Ed Walker comes out, and then that's just it. like, <laughs> oh Christ, I forgot year, that was this year. My year stops at like mid November, basically. Gosh, like yeah. I can't do anything past mid November. So well, it's cool. It's not like there's something's coming out the twenty second of December, right? That I remember looking at and going like, why is this out this late? 
Uh, I mean, I, I, well, I don't know about twenty second, but I know Halo's out in December. Like that's maybe the... maybe it was Halo. Maybe it's something I actually don't care about. Uh, December. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, December eighth, Halo Infinite. Yeah. Okay. There was definitely something like twenty second that got announced at the. Well, that's 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 the that's the February twenty second. That's the murder day. That's... Oh, maybe that's what I was thinking yeah. of. Okay, yeah, sure. February, t- February 22nd is both Witch Queen and Sifu and something else now, There's something I think, else. as well. Uh, There's something else that said that's coming out in February, they've just not given it a date yet. And well, I was like, I, if I'm... you say fucking 22nd, I'm going to kill someone. It's... There was something... Yeah, it's Saints Row is the 25th, currently, right now. And, okay. oh, um, fucking something got bumped, did it not? To... Yeah, to February. Horizon is the 18th. Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, so it's yeah. like three days before uh, me. Destiny That's... and Sifu. Um, God, yeah. Anyway, um, cool. Yeah, that's all the games. Uh, yeah, let's do some music. Uh, take, it, take us to the break. Where I finally get to play some stuff from Road Night Six because I haven't actually had a chance to do that yet. Um, mm. There's a video for this up on the website, um, which you can go have a look at. But the music for this game is. Cool. It's 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 mixed. It's all over the place, but all of it's good. And so I'm going to do basically the title track. Eh, title track? Not really. It's the it's the one that is in a bunch of the trailers. Anyway, uh, listen live as you choose the thing that you should have prepared before we start. No, I've got it here. I'm just because title track means something, right? It's like the same. Like if the if the song was called Road Ninety Six, that would be the name of the thing. Yeah. But it's yeah, more yeah. the fact that like Toxic Avenger is the person that's been like kind of advertised as like the big name on this soundtrack. Yeah. So. Is sure. the big track that he did on this thing called Home Call um, from the Road 86 soundtrack. Check the post for links so you can pick that up. And we'll be back with a little bit of news right after this. From the Road 96 soundtrack, check the post links, you can pick that up. Check the video we did in that game on the website. And mm. if nothing else, check the soundtrack, because it's all over the yeah. place and good. So I like it. Toxic Avenger continues to be a talented person. Indeed, indeed. At, at making music. <laughs> um, so there's not a huge amount of news, so we'll probably get through this pretty quickly. Um couple of small things. Um so did you see this? This is this is 100% the type of shit that I love. Did you see the tweet thread or articles about the treasure foxes from Skyrim? No. Okay. So there's a thing that there's a enduring myth slash rumor slash whatever that the foxes in Skyrim, if you follow them, will lead you to treasure. Right? It's been one of those things that's right. like... They never ever say it, but it feels like it's a thing that's been coded and kept kept secret and all sure. that stuff. Okay. Um. So basically, what happened was, um, who uh, Joel Burg- Burgess, who is formerly a Bethesda um employee, but currently he's the director of Cappy. Um. Basically, uh, got into a bit of the game development thing about 
about what happened here. So basically it said, no, the foxes are not programmed to take you to treasure. However, they do have a tendency to take you to treasure for game development reasons. And like, <laughs> there's a really good thread. There's a thread like... What does that mean? So I will give you a very, very short description. You should go read the, the thread. is super detailed and is really actually readable, even if you're not a developer. But basically what happens sure. is... So you're familiar with the concept of a nav mesh? Fuck no. What? No. Okay, <laughs> so... In any big 3D game where you have free movement and there are AI characters in a 3D environment, yeah. you need to have this thing called a nav mesh, which is like a flat pl- flat layer of polygons that basically hug the floor that basically show okay. where AI can walk, right? So if you have a path through a mountain, okay, sure. you put a path with the nav mesh. And basically the, the NPC can look at that mesh and go like, okay, here's the extent of where I can go so I can decide where I need to go. Yeah, that makes sense. And it would also make sense that that nav mesh is more complicated or more detailed in areas the player will go a lot, like towns and cities and yeah. story important points and all this kind of stuff. So there's basically a development conflict's the wrong word, but like merging of systems where if you approach a fox, the fox goes, oh shit, and runs away. Right. The, the AI of the fox follows the nav mesh? It follows the nav mesh but it will have a tendency to go towards nav meshes that have are more detailed because the AI has more information to go that direction. So right, what ends okay. up happening is if you just chase a fox forever, if the fox finds a thing that has a de- slightly more detailed nav mesh, it will tend to go in that direction, which usually has like, oh, it's a cave that has a bunch of stuff in it. That's weird. Yeah. So if you don't know all that detail, it looks like the foxes just take you cool places. Actually... No, Weird. it's just all these systems came together to be that's, like... That's interesting game yeah. development. That's, yes. Yeah. You should check out the Twitter thread. It's, it's super well explained and not that technical. Um, it, it's worth a look. But yeah, the the myth of the treasure fox was a thing that... Um, it's, it's not true, but at the same time is true Very by much accident. true, so, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, so just to check, because I keep getting this game mixed up with other ones, Rivals of Aether is like the 2D smash brothers game yeah right? it's one of the it's one of the two the smash brothers yeah uh what do they call it platform brawlers i think uh, is platform the brawlers yeah. sure yeah so uh one of the top players um so there's a big uh uh competition uh riptide I sure think, uh is, okay. i think what it is i believe a, it whatever it is i'm not a rival's youth or oh, player, but okay well it's 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 mainly a smash brothers thing but they have aethers there uh, as well Sure, um okay. and Cake Assault, which is one of the guys that was taking part in this thing. Good solid, solid SGC name that yeah, is. Well known apparently top rivals of Aether player. Um he won the 245 man tournament um that okay. was happening there. And there's a great tweet of this well, great is probably the wrong word. Basically, once he found out or once he'd done his um once he had the final stock and the um done he like leapt out of this chair and fucking as you would see at like these FGC things, like really fucking hyping up the crowd, like yeah, really popped off, the crowd. Yeah. yeah. So he popped off so hard that he popped his shoulder out of his socket. He Oh yeah, I saw this gif. Yeah. Oh so like watching this gif of this guy get so fucking hype and then just fucking hit the deck that quickly, clutching his I'd shoulder. S- I mean, when you dislocate your shoulder, it fucking hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. but just him 
just collapsing. Like, and I've seen like FGC videos of like people winning big tournaments and just hitting the floor like out of sheer exhaustion. Yeah, like I get it. Yeah, but here he's like, no, I dislocated my fucking shoulder. Um. Because he was popping off that hard. Yeah. I was like, okay. Cool. I've seen, yeah, you, you see FGC massive pop-offs or like a thing, especially like Evo and stuff like that. Yeah. But I've never seen someone pop off so much that they cause themselves physical injury. Yep. That is... I mean, the talk, yeah, the talk here, uh, Hungrybox, apparently another Smash Brothers player. Yeah, Hungrybox is like one of the most famous Smash yeah. players in the world. Yeah. Is known to have, so this is from the eventhubs.com article, uh, yeah. is known to have injured his hand and foot on a few occasions and even apparently passed out while popping off. So, yeah. For sure, sure. Um, yeah, it's a hell of a fucking video. I I came across that, and as somebody who does not follow the FGC, I was like, "This is yeah, fucking wild." All right, sure. Um, so actually, the last thing is, uh, the PlayStation Showcase happened last week. Yeah, that we didn't talk about, um, and there was some stuff. Um, as a lot of stuff, yeah. Specifically, starting out the gate with the Knights of the Old Republic remake. What a world like that. like like proper ground up remake from scratch level remake for kotar is like yeah i know it's been rumored for a while like people have been talking about it where it's like oh yeah someone's working on a kotar remaster but it is so it's crazy i think it was the moment i think it was the moment when we're actually as we're watching the trailer we realized that it said remake not remaster and you're like yeah, oh remake or remaster was key yeah um, and i think they I also think... then did stuff after it and talked about how they, yeah, it's like ground up because they yeah. want people to see the, the good part about kotor which is like the character and the stories and stuff like that they yeah. want people to be able to play that game because you basically can't play that game because it is not great to play the ipad um, version is totally fine like i got that at one point and started playing sure. it sure it, it's totally no, I, I, fine i'm talking more about it's, not... it's it's it is it's an old bioware oh game. yeah like for it's sure. still yeah. it is like a three dungeons and dragons 3.5 variant combat system yeah. and rpg mechanic thing which yeah, yeah, is yeah. not great so doing it from the ground up probably makes a lot more sense it really does um, yeah. it was weird i was watching the whole thing with like uh, my my final fantasy 14 guild and um we were sitting watching it and like lucas films came up and we're like oh cool it's gonna be like a star wars game and they did the like lightsaber goes on and then the lightsaber goes up to the face and it's revan's mask mm. and like me and like three people popped off yeah we're like oh my god they're actually physically doing it and someone was like wait who's that and i was like oh right yeah this is like an extended universe thing that nobody knows what the fuck that mask looks like it like for the people that are playing kotar so it's, you have to be like oh yeah that's revan like that's the guy from kotar so that's yeah it's definitely that thing that like the the fact that i know you as well as i do that i forget there are yeah. people who don't know who revan is where i think yes. I, re- I referenced it when i was talking to something was like who the fuck is revan what movie is he from yeah I'm like Revan's, oh you don't yeah. there are people out there who don't know kotar and yeah. It's, it's especially yeah. it, 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 it's got some interesting ideas behind it where if that remake comes out with like a seal of approval thing on it i don't know if that canonizes the old republic that would be cool right but i don't think it does um because obviously disney and stuff have complete control over exactly. what's canon and not but yeah. it would go a little bit to legitimizing that era which is great because yep. it's it's like the the best era of star wars so it is and it's 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 also fascinating because like i i i don't i actually had this recently with a friend because a friend had never played kotar and we're sitting playing through it for the first time mm-hmm. I, I don't understand that it's been so ubiquitous in my entire life and stuff yep. like that that i don't know 
a situation where someone looks at Kotar and doesn't know like the twist. They don't know yep. uh-huh. the the big thing that happens in Kotar. And them showing off the Kotar remake by having a guy standing there in the Revan mask and you're like, okay, cool, but is that the best? I, I get that he's the most not, like memorable character from Kotar being like, that's it's the guy, that's the mask. But if you know what you should know about Kotar going into that, it's not a weird thing to be like, oh, look, there's Revan standing there in his mask. Like, that's a strange so thing. It, is this probably the moment where I say I actually don't know what the twist in Kotar is? Do you not know the twist for Kotar? I've, I've tried to play Kotar like four, five, Fucking six hell. times, and I've just never it's got still, far enough to... It's still one of the best twists in okay, the game. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, and it's weird, right, where these remakes do this weird, like, spoiler reset, right? Where, like, mm. if, if, before this would have happened... This would be the point where I'd be like, just fucking tell me what happens to Kotar. It, that game is a billion years old. I don't care anymore. Yeah. But yeah, now yeah, you're just yeah. like, well, we can't actually talk about it because a bunch of people are now going to play it for the first time. And you're like, okay. No, yeah, I wouldn't want to ruin it because it's exactly. a very good moment. It, exactly. It's also like, it's interesting because like, um, like Final Fantasy VII, obviously that's a huge scale yep. thing. But like the Final Fantasy VII remake kind of set this weird precedent of people being like, okay, it's a remake. Yeah, but what happens if they just like don't? Like what happens if they do something else? Yep. And obviously they've they've said in interviews and stuff like that, being like, "Oh yeah, we just want to be able to tell this story in like a new modern way." Yeah. And you're like, "Yeah, that makes sense." But also, like, what if they just don't? Like, what if they do something <laughs> yeah. else? Like, I mean, what? it was the thing that that amazed me kind of when the reception to FF Seven remake happened, where it was like, people seem happy about this thing that dramatically changes part of the canon of this thing that people have loved for years, like. They were okay with I it. I mean, I get. I mean, I guess because it's not really changing the canon because it is a separate thing. Like, but I mean, it's a completely okay. different thing. And the game mechanically and in its story goes some ways to be, be able to tell you it's not the same fucking thing. Like they totally. do it a lot. That is, but you're, but it does open up this thing, which is like because again, they've only shown a quarter of that game theoretically, right? So you're sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The impacts that will have on the rest of the stuff that is actually the stuff that people really, really like. I like the Midgar bit. And I didn't like the rest of that game. So I was reasonably happy. But like the people who are like, cool, what happens at this point when we get to Cosmo Canyon? Like, is any of that stuff there? Like it the, the stuff that people have real connections to may not even be in this game. And people seem okay with that. And that blew my mind when that started happening. So especially when you take something like Kotar, which is so yeah. loved by people. Mm-hmm. what do you like how much do you change we're back on the same thing like what do you change yeah. is it a, I, is it I, the same I'm story i'm fascinated to find out like it's yeah because the, yeah the the, the the like major plot beats of kotar and stuff like that um i don't know what you do without like reverting the whole thing and like, yep. changing it so it's i'm fascinated like yep. it's not gonna come out for like fucking five oh no, or no. whatever it's, so it's forever yeah, yeah. But it was a very interesting thing to just open your show with. Totally. Hey, look, it's a red lightsaber and a guy in the Revit mask. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. Especially, like I said, with there's been people going, like, oh, there's a new Star Wars game coming out. It's like, no, yeah. it's a remake of a 10 year old. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. It's also weird. We talked about this at the time as well, or like I did, because I don't think a lot of other people have done it, where. So Revan has, like, like lore like there have been comics written and his entire expansion that was in tar like the old republic the the mmo like has story and it's like important and all that stuff so i don't know how if that reflects back and they try and like 
not retcon stuff, but like adapt stuff to the the modern perception of Revan. Oh, you know like I mean? include all that stuff in there. Yeah, because uh. like Revan, Revan, and not include it, but like allude to it and right. kind of like shape the perception because it's like now at the point where Revan stands in lore, quote unquote, it's not mm. real because it's not canon. Obviously, is that he's like the the head grey knight like he's the head of the people that are saying like light side dark side doesn't really matter it's yeah, like yeah. as long as you can do it in moderation it's all fine right. he's like that guy that pushes for that ideology mm-hmm. which is super fascinating so it's interesting to see if that happens with the Tor remake if they go if the Kotor remake if they go back but then it's like yeah it's, it's weird this also like relates to the twist and stuff like that so it's it's, it's bizarre like is it a fascinating situation that i can't wait to see how they resolve it there's yeah there's some there's some questions in there that we'll we'll see in the seven years when this game comes out yeah um it's another good it seems like the sony marvel collaboration really has tripled down on a lot of this for insomniac yeah so yeah insomniac doing both uh spider-man 2 officially which is both peter parker and miles morales and venom yep which is all you got 2023 and the wolverine announcement which is like doesn't even have a date on it and was all cg yeah, and it's just marvel's wolverine yeah marvel's Wol- marvel we, marvel wolverine yeah when we watched that trailer there was a couple of us that were sitting and watched it being like we 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 figured it was the wolverine thing but we're like the the the, the way that trailer set up and the way it's styled we're like are they gonna do like old band logan like are they gonna do like sure old gruff angry wolverine not like superhero comic move like silver age wolverine that'd whatever, be a cool way to take so it i don't know yeah it would be interesting um got some footage of god of war ragnarok or some more footage of god yeah. of war ragnarok that game looks like more bat thor yeah <laughs> chunky thor um, that is, that's my favorite thing the, the 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 obviously the i was i've also talked i was talking to my friend at work about this where the trailer looked fantastic like yeah. it looked like great more god of war fantastic but yeah. um i'm very ready for another one of those point, games yeah the two key points that I pulled away from it was like I because it happened to the first game as well for the God of War remake where the knowledge of Norse mythology I worry ruins those games for you yeah um, because I knew the the twist in God of War within like the first four hours of the game right and then when it happened I was like yep that's it yep that's the thing that was it yep. like, I, I didn't get the oh my god moment I was like yep yeah. knew that was gonna happen um, and it's the same with this trailer where looking at those characters I'm like oh right I know who you are like I know what's going to happen here sure. obviously it's not exact because no. they're not going to retell the myth but it's like I kind of know where this is going to go and um, I, I actually really like that they're being kind of fast and loose with, with a lot of that stuff where they're like the characters are there but they're maybe not like, we're, like you said we're not retelling yeah, like, the myth so like it's good. At, the, at the time at the time when God of War came out and we were talking about Baldur and stuff like that like that the interpretation of Baldur in God of War is a way more fascinating interpretation of Baldur yep. than in the actual myth. Yep. And it's and it, I much prefer that because he's a super more interesting character in the God of War thing than he is in the the Eddas and stuff like that. Yes. Uh my the, also the the internet discourse around Fat Thor was Right. Yep. Absolutely hysterical. Like it's so funny when people are like that's not what Thor looks like. He looks like this. And you're like most people are drawing from like Marvel Thor yep. where you're like big Big brash, like long hair, big hammer, super buff, dude. super chiseled. Like, yeah, like that's 
most most of the time in the stories, the only person that, that that's uh, separate from that is like Odin, who like actually you you get descriptions of. Mm. You don't get a lot of descriptions of Norse gods, like what they look like. Yeah. And the only thing that you get for Thor most of the time, from what I remember, is the fact that he has red hair. Yeah. Like that's it. So if you were to go and make like a weird like like Saturday morning gym gore Thor, that's like yeah, he's like a bit buff, but he's also like a bit bigger. Yeah. Like, go for it. That seems interesting. Like, that's a cool interpretation of Thor. Like, that's yeah. that's great. I mean, like, it, it kind of maps back to a lot of the conversations that were around Hades and stuff like that, which is like reinterpretations of these characters that actually mm. don't have hard descriptions. No. And it, um, then, yeah, like, yeah, you should play with all of that stuff. Like, it's all there. And, like, also, like, I hate to blow up fucking alt right Twitter. These people don't exist. This is not your, <laughs> these are not your ancestors. These are not the people yeah. that you should all aspire to be. Like, yeah, they're, they're not I real mean, people. The Norse gods are horrific. You shouldn't be yeah, aspiring to be a Norse right? god either. Like, they're like, awful people. It's, it's unfortunate that it is portrayed slightly Aryan at most points, which I know appeals to you fucks, but like, this person yeah. is not real, right? Like, stop, stop. It is, it is, stop. It is a story in which they don't even really describe the character. Exactly. Like, Norse, Norse stories and, like, Eddas and, like, all the things that you get are largely about action, like, their deeds. Yeah. It's not about who they are or what they look like or anything yeah. like that. It's about what they are physically doing, and that's, yeah. Wait, what do you mean this fictional character is not white? It's like, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. What are we do- Oh, that doesn't matter. whole argument happened again, and it was just, oh, I hated it. I just... We we seem like we're fucking stuck in this death loop of just like we're gonna have this conversation yeah. till the end of fucking time. Eternally, yeah. You're never you're never going oh, to stop having that it's conversation. The worst. It's the worst. Um but that game, yes, like I said, I am very ready for another one of those games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um looks like it'll be amazing. I'm yes. sure it will be. I mean that game looked fucking incredible on a PS4, so God knows. Oh, that was the other thing that came out of the trailer that I thought was really funny was yeah. um the moment where they find Tear for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like Kratos and he stands up and he's oh, like yeah. this huge guy yeah, yeah. Uh, and like a day after the trailer came out um, oh fuck is it, who is it that does this Sucker Punch who is it that does God of War uh, Santa Monica it's Sony Santa Monica yeah, yeah the developers came out and just said oh yeah by the way Tears like 7 foot 4 as like a reference to the, <laughs> the Lady <laughs> Game like Dress thing part. that's yeah. great which was great. Obviously, like there wasn't the internet thirst around here as there was for Lady Demetrius, but it was really funny for them to just go, "Yeah, he's like seven foot nine or whatever." Yeah, like that does, was, it was a good throwaway thing. Tyr doesn't have the mommy milkers that that Demetrius that, no, that you could. Yeah, does not. Not the same thing. Um, yeah, uh, there was the fucking insane bait and switch for like, oh fuck, are we getting a new Grand Theft Auto? No, you're getting Grand Theft Auto no, five, five again. again. Is that three generations this thing has come out for now? PS3, PS4, PS5. PS5. Yeah. Is, yep. the, is the PS5 enhanced edition, which I... Enhanced, s- extra enhanced, swear, I guess. Just for reference, if I'm reading this right, that can't... No, that can't be right. Hold on. Let me just very quickly <laughs> check check my working on this Fact one. checking his own... Yeah, totally. Huh. Um, Grand Theft Auto V came out two years after KOTOR did. The original Grand Theft Auto V. Fuck off. No, it didn't. What this the fuck is, are you talking about? KOTOR says 2011. KOTOR did not come out in 2011. KOTOR came out in like 2004 or something. Oh! You may be looking no. at Tor. Google has, Google has fucked up. Yes, I put in 
Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, and it's giving me the release date for Star Wars The Old Republic. Right, of course. Yeah, okay. Knights of the Old Republic came out in 2003. Right, that's what I thought. I was like, that game's not 10 years old. Fine. Um, Yeah, yeah, so yeah, Grand Theft Auto V came out in 2013. So that game is now 10, 8 years old. Um, And they're still putting out because Grand Theft Auto Online makes a metric fuck ton of money every year. So, so of course they're going to put it out again. Um, Yeah, uh, March 2022 for that. Uncharted Remasters, so that's 4 and Lost Legacy are coming out for remaster for PS5 and for PC uh, early 2022. Uh, Grand Chismo 7. I... I, Cars. Cars. I don't know. Cars look good. Nice good looking, looking cars. cars. Um, having to explain, we were watching. I was watching our trailer uh, or the the showcase with my wife, and that, that came on, and she was like, "How do you tell the difference? Like, what was? I think it was something like, what is? How is this different from any other car game? Oh no, actually, no. I think it was like, is this a new Drive Club? Which is hilarious. Um, it's a sick, it's a sick burn on your wife's part. <laughs> but like, it was like, no, this is this is Gran Turismo. This is like the Sony driving game. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it was like these people seem really into their cars. Like again, in reference to the Drive Club dude who is now yep. famous at this point. It was like, no, no, yep. these guys are these guys are crazy about cars, but in a very different way. Like these guys yeah. stick microphones into tailpipes and like yeah, the people the people at Gran Turismo do not want to fuck the cars in no. the same way that the drive club guy did no but they do care a lot about authenticity of like this has to sound right and look right and yeah. feel these, right and yeah. these are the people who don't want to fuck the cars because it would ruin the car like that's who these yeah, exactly. people are right it would, yeah. um yeah so again like Gran Turismo 7 March 4th 2022 that game looks nice like that was the other thing again it's always nice to get like an outside perspective on this stuff but she definitely did go that just looks like video that just looks like a video of a yeah. car and i was like yeah these I said, I, I, these games look good at the time i said i said to my friends where it's like i know this is like trite and a joke at this point to say this anytime there's a driving game on screen at yep. a video game conference but real fucking good looking cars like they yep. look great and the rain looks great and everything looks like it works really well so good for yep. them um also that game is also launching on ps4 so cool. sure okay. which i think the last one did as well right that one did ps3 and ps4 uh, i'm pretty sure i think that was a cross no idea it's a cross gen i paid so sure. little attention to fucking grand turismo did, games just not no for idea. me i like yeah god love you if you love those games but i just do yeah. not care it's great i was much more of a ridge racer sure. wipeout player than yeah. i was a grand turismo player give me an arcade racer andy um, if you fucking SSX tricky every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, God, I feel like I memory hold a bunch of this. Project Eve, which yeah. is apparently a Parasite Eve game, but nobody is, it was, but nobody's nobody saying it. that. But when I went back and looked at a bunch of footage of, uh, of Parasite Eve, you're like, yeah, there's a lot of like squishy looking creatures in this thing that look fucked up and it has a lot of that dna in it um so i believe it's maybe a parasite eve thing but it's a i i I assume as much they've just not officially said yeah but it's a a south korean developer um or maybe it's like a spiritual successor thing um but also this the polygon article says makes another appearance i was like i don't i've never seen this game before um I don't, yeah, I don't remember ever seeing that, but all right. But yeah, sure. it's like a Devil May Cry style action, uh, 
character action game character action game yeah project eve uh there was i don't think they ever said the name of this game so i'm going to murder the pronunciation chia t-c-h-i-a um which is a i don't even remember what that is yeah it's like a kind of open world kind of the main characters like it opened with the um last of us two guitar thing where there, she was the main character uh, was playing a it doesn't matter anyway cool looking it, apparently it is a uh open world adventure game that gets into uh environmental destruction threatening this the main character's tropical home so oh this thing sorry i do remember yeah. this yeah yeah, yep. yeah it was the it was the you should have said the breath of the wild game because she jumped off and did the glider stuff oh you're totally right the, yes yeah, yeah. um so there was that was was it this thing because I'm looking at this this is the the Polygon PlayStation Showcase the biggest announcements thing they have yeah. not included that other Korean game that that looked, fucking weird fever dream yeah, yeah. The, what was that game called yeah. I don't uh, remember I'm gonna put Korean Pokemon game was it Pokemon I don't even know what it was okay V like, yeah here we go immediately got it <laughs> Oh, okay, sure. Um, yeah. What's okay. it called? Doke V, D O K E V, capital V. Um, so this is a Korean open world adventure. Um, collecting characters called Doke B, D O K E B I, um, which are based around spirit spirit entities. Like, oh yeah, from... it was the it was the K-pop game. This was the yes, yeah, yeah. it was like weird K-pop that was yes. happening. Yeah, so. People need to go watch this fucking trailer because I was a stick. I feel like we're now going to get into a world where there are going to be a bunch of games that come out of Korea that either we have never heard of until they're really far along or have been out in Korea for years and are finally coming over to, to the West. Yeah, the US. Yeah. And this looks like one of those ones where like, this game looks fucking incredible. Like, holy shit, this thing looks incredible. It's- yeah, so it, it it was really, really high-res and had, like, everything. There were, like, kids on bikes. There was, like, hoverboards. They, like, did, like, a weird magical girl transformation at one point. Yep. There's, like, guns and robots. And I, it was, it's, I, I still don't know what it is, though. Like, I don't know what that game is. Okay, I'm now on the official the official website, see if I get it. So this is um, Pearl Abyss who are doing this, who are the BlackRock Online Black Desert Online. That makes sense. People. Yeah, Black Desert Online is like ridiculously high res as well. Exactly. So that makes sense. So, yeah. this is from the official website. Come face to face for the first time with the creatures living among us. Doki V is a creature collecting open world action adventure filled with intriguing stories and set in a unique, vibrant world. Befriend okay. the adorable Doki V that gains strength from encourage people's dreams and get ready to embark on an, ad- embark on an adventure. Um, yeah, this thing looks absolutely insane. And. The thing it doesn't it looks it, it it looks insane but also like doesn't look bad like it looks no that, that's what I'm saying all of this is like, good yes like yeah. I am I am interested in this thing there was a point there's a point in that trailer where the character gets um like inline skates and starts like sketching and stuff like that yep. and I was like fuck they're just doing like a Jet Set Radio game as well like they're yeah. just doing everything it's... yeah they keep putting stuff like there's a point where they jump off the top of a house and they get like a Breath of the Wild glider. There's a yeah. bit where they're like, oh, we've got this um, uh, space hopper that gets huge. You can use it as an attack. There's a giant fucking yeah. panda in that game. It's, yeah, it's, and all, and they said it was gameplay. Like they said from that thing, it was gameplay. Um, 
Oh wait, this was Gamescom, according to this trailer. Did we miss a showcase somewhere? Did we? I don't know. I, I thought this was... Was that not open? Oh, that may have been opening night live. I mean, no, yes, this have... was opening night live for Gamescom. Did we not... Ah, uh, okay. Did we not talk about I that? Like we, I, I, we probably didn't then, because I don't remember talking about it. Opening night <laughs> live Gamescom. Yeah, okay, maybe we just didn't fucking talk about this. That's fine, okay. whatever. Uh, we, yeah. just spent, we just spent time talking about something that didn't happen at the PlayStation conference. Okay, fine. It was worth yeah, talking about. Yes, Doki V is awesome. People should go look at that trailer to kind yeah, of. Yeah, please believe. go look at that trailer. There's a cool man with a clock for a head, and yeah, it's just like visuals that you don't. Yeah, stuff that you just don't see, really. Yeah, it's um, kind of weird. Yeah, we totally didn't talk about this. Um, Saints oh, yeah. Row Re- reboot. Um, they showed some ga- they showed some gameplay of that. Don't just do it now. Like that's not okay. Well, okay. The one thing I did want to mention because I thought again it came out around the same time as this, but apparently not. Um, we got some gameplay of Midnight Suns, the Marvel. Yeah, the Marvel game. Uh, who's the name of that studio? Firaxis. Um yeah. led by Jake Solomon, who is the XCOM dude. And there, it looks like so. It's a turn-based tactical game with cards. I mean, I think you probably yeah, like got a more deck about building mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks cool, and you appear to be interested in it. So I will, I yeah, will believe it's ba- you. It's based off of a a weird comic book run that I, I think was also called Midnight Suns, um, and it has influences from other things like Inferno and stuff like that. It's it's a really interesting idea. Um, very ambitious. Like I never would have thought to do like a, a Marvel tactical combat game. That mm. it it I, I'm in it. I'm into it though. Like sure. if the guys that can make XCOM could do it, then yeah, sure, fucking go for it. Like totally. I'm super interested. And like um, yeah, like the the downside of like oh that means we're not getting a new XCOM game for a while. But okay, let's. I want to see what this thing is for sure. I mean, after um, after the last one, I'm kind of okay with them taking a bit of time. Oh, with the next yeah, game. I need to. I need to go back and play that game. Um, cool. I think that's everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's everything. Um, that, was that everything from the Sony showcase? Was that, that was everything. everything? For the, that was the big ones from the Sony showcase. Yep. Sure. Um, so the train of video games continues rolling. Where we've got so what we got left. So this is the twenty first. This is coming out June, July, August, September. Uh, do 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 do. Yeah, so Kenna Bridge of Spirits is next week, as well as the new World War Z game, which I think if that comes to Game Pass, is I that not an expansion? Is that not an expansion it's to the original World War Z game? I can't remember. Unclear exactly what that game that is. We will find sure. out. Um, Sable is out, which I like the demo of. Uh, Lost Death Judgment, the director's cut. If you want to play yep. that, Lost Judgment, which I need to go back and play Judgment again. Um, the Outer Worlds expansion. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, there was something else as well. Melty Blood type Lumina. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I mean, people care that there's a new Melty Blood game coming out. Yes. And then we're we're firmly in October at that point, um, which we will you be. You've got recording. your Alan Wake remaster. You've got Jet. You've totally. Got yeah. Far there's Cry, a- Metroid, Back for Blood, like a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. Yeah. There's there's yeah there's stuff. God. The Guardians of the Galaxy game, Solar Ash, Age of Empires 4, like, there's a bunch of stuff coming out in October. Oh, God. Okay, well. Okay, but that's that's next time. But yeah, so for now, um, what are we doing? Um, Deathloop, uh, yeah. 
a bunch of... I will go, I will go back and play more Ghost of Tsushima at some yep. point. But... I need to finish all the games I've already talked about. Rune 6, Artful Escape. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I need to go stuff. and play through Artful Escape. That's what I need to yeah, do. Well. That's, that's also there. Um, right, we've got a video coming out for that. and that's Yeah, that's the video is so... Um, Artful Escape and Kiwi, which I also recommend to people. That video will be... One of those videos will be out the week you hear this. The other one probably the, the week after. Um... Yeah, and that's about it. Uh, GameMinistart.com is the name of the website. You can find all the videos and articles and podcasts we put are up there. We are on YouTube.com slash GameMinistart. Subscribe there. Get notified when we put new videos up. We are on Facebook and Twitter. Search GameMinistart. You find us there. Podcast at GameMinistart.com is the email address if you want to get in touch. Uh, and that's us. Stay safe. Enjoy whatever you're playing. And we will see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.